3. So the battle went, as the days lengthened and spring turned into summer. Chains excused the boys from sitting the steps with him after the first hour of the afternoon, and they began roaming the north of Camor, hunting half-crowns with vigour. Tesso responded by unleashing the full strength of his little band. The full crowns were the largest real gang in Camor, and their seconds had a comparable pool of recruits, some of them fresh from Shades Hill. Even with the weight of numbers, however, the prowess of Jean Tannen was hard to answer, and so the nature of the battle changed. The full crowns split into smaller groups, attempting to isolate and ambush the gentlemen bastards when they weren't together. For the most part, Locke kept his gang close at hand, but sometimes individual errands were unavoidable. Locke was beaten fairly badly on several occasions. He came to Jean one afternoon nursing a split lip and a pair of bruised shins. Locke, he said, it's been a few days since we had any piece of Tesso, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to lurk just south of the market tomorrow and look like I'm up to something. You're going to hide a long way off, two or three hundred yards maybe. Somewhere they can't possibly spot you. I'll never get to you in time, said Jean. The point isn't to get to me before I get beaten, said Locke. The point is, when you do get there, you pound the crap out of him. You beat him so hard they'll hear the screaming in Talisham. Smack him around like you've never smacked him before. With pleasure, said Jean. But it won't happen. They'll only run away when they see me coming, as always. The one thing I can't do is keep up with them on foot. Just you leave that to me, said Locke, and fetch your sewing kit. There's something I need you to do for me.